Un Welcome to Superfans into the Multiverse Season 2. Uh, we, I'm JJ and this is Nick and we're going to be talking about some news and our first thoughts and in-depth review of Loki Episode 1. Uh, so I'm going to let Nick kick it off with the news. Okay, so we got a trailer for Battlefield 2042 coming October 22nd. It was just a cinematic, no gameplay, but there's a lot going on, a lot of callbacks. Jacob knows them, he played them. I, I've played a little bit of Battlefield, not a ton, but I can let Jacob kind of go more in depth. Yeah, well, the trailer was pretty sweet because they uh, they did the jump out of the plane with a bazooka, shoot another plane down, and then jump back into the plane. Um, so if you know Battlefield, that shit is just always possible. Um, and then, we, of course, we get this new um idea where they're going to bring in dynamic weather which is giant tornadoes i don't know maybe like a fucking tsunami or something <laughs> like crazy ass shit they could probably do in game because it's next next gen right i still think this might be on ps4 uh and xbox one x is that right i always get them mixed up because they're like the same name yeah <laughs> i'm not sure <laughs> yeah whatever i'm not an xbox guy so if i mess that up my bad but yeah it's uh it's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I'm excited because like the cinematic was awesome. Other than all the times they had people stop shooting and then look at something and then immediately die like right after. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. Like, oh, there's a helicopter with miniguns. I'm going to stop shooting and stare at it so that I die. Like, I don't know. I just thought that was one dumb part of it. But otherwise, it looks great. Okay, I'll jump into the next part here. Uh, Netflix has released a full trailer for all three parts of the fear street trilogy i am extremely excited about this when i heard this idea and saw the first little teaser trailer uh, a while ago i talked about it <clears throat> sorry i got my throat there um and it's just such a great idea a triple movie kind of marathon for three weeks they i guess they release on every friday that's what i, I assume i haven't really checked and uh it's gonna be in july and they're all connected or around this whole idea of like some witch puts a curse on this town and then every decade or so some guy gets possessed and becomes like a serial killer and just murders a bunch of people and it's just these people trying to survive and all that stuff so it's kind of like a mix of like i don't know supernatural stuff with like scream which i'm kind of really into and they showed i i thought this was one mistake because like i don't like the fact that um some trailers show a little too much but um they showed that Jillian Jacobs is being is a has a younger version of herself in the sequel of Fear Trilogy, which is the girl from Stranger Things, Max. Uh, I think her name is like Sadie Sinks or something. I'm I'm not sure. I should have looked that up, but I I'm not totally sure. But I thought that was cool that it was bridging it. And then like the last movie is supposed to be in like 1666, and so we're not getting any characters from. <laughs> back into 6066 so uh, yeah so it's gonna be really interesting i'm excited nick do you have anything to say about it because you're not a horror fan i know you're probably not excited about this it's gonna make <laughs> not, you watch it anyway i'm not <laughs> super excited but i'll watch it <laughs> yeah yeah it's gonna be fun i i can already tell uh okay so nick what's your next thing here some more game news uh ubisoft is reportedly working on a pvp tom clancy game that combines the elements of splinter cell ghost recon and the division so pretty much all their games. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. I, I heard that its code name is Battle Cat, which is interesting. Um, I I know for a fact that uh, I'm a big fan of 
uh, game ranks and Jake Baldino. He's going to be extremely excited about this because it has something to do with Splinter Cell. It's not a Splinter Cell game, but it has something to do with it. Um, and it, it should be exciting because like, it's probably in really early development. We know nothing else about it. Um, and other than that, I think it was just leaked. And uh, yeah, like, do you have any thoughts on it? Have you ever played a Splinter Cell game, Nick? I played it one, like one of them once. Yeah, I've only ever like, played it once. More of yeah. like a Rainbow Six fan. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big Rainbow Six guy too. Well, was I'm kind of I fell out of it, but I'll, I'm gonna get back <laughs> into it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the next thing. The book of Boba Fett has wrapped filming. So we also got another little bit of news that's not on our list here, but uh, that the Mandalorian hasn't even started filming yet. Yet Boba Fett is already done. So i'm for this like i want both shows but i'm a little worried that we're gonna get a mandalorian pushback because it hasn't started filming yet and we're supposed to like i guess it's enough time to get it in december but it just feels weird that boba fett got done first before the show that reintroduced him into the universe um i know nick's not gonna have a lot of talk about because he didn't watch the mandalorian i watched half of it (laughs) (laughs) fucking blasphemy man like like, such a good show but yeah like uh, i'm excited to see boba fett take take on the crime world and become the new like job of the hut but not a hut i don't know it's gonna be really interesting so yeah what's our next thing nick on uh the gaming news uh ubisoft has announced that rainbow six extraction is the official new name of rainbow six quarantine that's pretty yeah Yeah, I think that's really cool. I, I was surprised they changed the name. I was like, yeah, okay. Like it's been out for how long? That but I guess it was a code name or whatever the hell. Um, it's like from what I understand, it's kind of like the game mode we got way back. Do you remember that game mode in Rainbow Six where it was like you're reversing alien zombies? Yeah. yeah. I think it's supposed to be like that, but like a full game of it, which will be really interesting. Cause like that. That game mode was fun for like the week it was out, but I don't know, I don't know <laughs> if it's going to be as fun as a full-blown game, but they might change it up. You don't know. Maybe there's two teams going in after the hostage and trying to get them out. I don't know. Um, it's going to be pretty interesting. So yeah, like uh, let's, uh, let's jump into the next thing here. Netflix and Neil Gaiman take fans behind the scenes of the Sand- Sandman in new video. So I watched this video and it only really showed sets and some of the actors, not in costume or anything. Um, so Sandman, if you don't know, he's a DC character. He he's basically the god of dreams. And um, oh, it's a really complicated story. I don't even know if I could give you like a basic plot line. It's just him, kind of like he was trapped somewhere. He comes back. He starts living life with among humans and doing stuff. His sister's death and you know just like all this crazy shit happens i can't even explain it but it's a really good storyline and it's supposedly adapting the first two graphic novels which is what i have um because i haven't picked up the other ones but i want to um they're great stories really dark really creepy different but also like whimsical and cool like i don't know Uh, i think it's gonna be great and like just the sets look amazing so Hopefully it turns out good. Uh, Nick, are you excited for this show? Like, I know you know nothing about it, but I'm going to ask anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I'll have to check it out. I know we talked about it a tiny bit. Yeah. But yeah. it sounds good. Yeah. Okay. And uh, your next one here. 
the medium, a console exclusive on Xbox, has been rated for the PS5. Huh. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Do you think the, the competition's kind of slowing down and they're becoming like big buddies? And you know, I think <laughs> like... so. I don't think they're gonna give up like anything like major major in terms of like giving like Xbox like one of those more exclusive PlayStation things, but this is still like pretty big. Yeah, it is pretty sweet. I gotta I gotta say, like uh I, I heard the medium was pretty decent. I don't have an Xbox, so I didn't play it, but I, I'm interested in it. It's like some horror game where you play in two different worlds at the same time, um, like the spirit world and the normal world. And I think it'll be pretty interesting if we, if I ever get a fucking PS5 <laughs> <laughs> to check it out, you know? <laughs> like, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then our next one for me is, after helping bring Sweet Tooth to life, Jim Mickle will be, will be direction it should be directing. I don't know what why they put direction. The live action God Country movie based on Donny Kane's acclaimed comic series. Now I am fucking hyped for this. God Country was insanely good, and I could see it being turned into a movie easily. Um, here's God Country, like really quick plot line. Uh, uh, old man with dementia or Alzheimer's or something like that. And his family are trying to take care of him, but he's very difficult and very, like, he's not all there. So he's having a hard time remembering he, he even has a son. He even has a grandchild. He just sees these people and think they're, like, in his house and screwing him over type thing. He ends up picking up and finding a sword, the sword of the god, the god of swords. It's a literal sword. He picks it up and makes him good again, like, gives him his memory back. He feels safe, like he it's just really cool basically the god of gods wants the god of swords back and tries to take it back from him and it's just this crazy epic story about family and loss and love and death and all this crazy stuff it's really good cannot wait for it are you excited for this nick you have no idea what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be good i can already tell because sweet dude's been great so far i haven't finished it yet i want to i can't wait for god country more indie books should get more shit like this uh even though like sweet tooth was backed by dc it's still like a creator owned comic so creator owned comics should get more movies more tv i'm excited for this so yeah what's your uh, next thing here okay um batwoman reveals the first look at luke fox in costume as batwing i think he looks pretty good for the cw like costume wise like he looks pretty good i don't give a fuck (laughs) (laughs) like the mask is cool like the mask and like everything looks pretty cool it looks it looks decent uh i'm not like i said like batwoman i never even checked it up because it got a 4.3 on its first episode like rating wise uh not out of five out of ten just to make everybody clear (laughs) on that um so i never checked it out you know it's a failure when cw like they put so much effort into the first couple seasons of their show um batwoman they didn't even try (laughs) just (laughs) died immediately you know um so i like it's good for them that they're still going like they i don't know i'm just gonna get his own show that is a possibility maybe that will be great i have no idea that would be cool uh, i'd watch that yeah i'd watch a batwing show i that'd be pretty sweet but uh yeah do you got anything else to say on that or should i move on to the next thing you can move on (laughs) okay the director of the new Evil Dead, 
announces start of production with a photo from the set of Evil Dead Rise, which is I'm extremely excited for this. I'm a huge Evil Dead fan. Love Ash, man. I cannot wait for this movie. It's going to be great. Um, Sam Raimi's producing it. We got a new director. I'm not totally if I'm sold on him yet, but totally sure if I'm sold on him yet. But uh, I'm willing to give it a shot because I did enjoy the last Evil Dead movie they came out with, like the soft reboot type thing. Um, it's gory as hell. Um, but I'm sure this one will, I don't know if they're going to take it the campy route or take it the super gory route or put them together. I'm, I'm for it either way. Um, so yeah, I'm extremely excited. I know I showed, I showed Nick evil, uh, Ash versus the evil dead. He thought that was funny. I don't know if you continued watching it. I know Frank did, but you probably did. Did you? <laughs> like, I did not know, but I yeah. liked it. I liked it. Yeah. It's funny shit. So yeah, if you get, if you ever want to like recommendations for me, just watch all the Evil Dead stuff, all of it. Ash vs. the Evil Dead, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, uh, and then Army of Darkness and the new Evil Dead, all that stuff. Just go check it out if you haven't already. Okay, uh, what's your next thing here, bud? Uh, it was Loki, but I'm going to save that for the end when we review the show because it okay. kind of yeah. ties in. So I'm going to go uh, Zendaya, obviously, is Lola Bunny, and she was just trending and stuff. And so I, I think she's good. Like, I mean... I know some people are half and half, but I think she sounds pretty good. I, I'm, I'm a little half and half. I, I don't know. Um, I don't see her as a voice actress, and I would just prefer them to get somebody that sounds like Lola Bunny. Uh, the only person that I really thought that sounded like Lola Bunny that is an actor and an actress or whatever is Kristen Wiig. I thought she did a great job voicing uh, Lola back on that uh kind of newer looney tune show that was out like a couple years ago where they basically lived in like suburbia and they just hanged out i don't know if you ever watched that i did for some reason but i really enjoyed that one um so yeah like i'm kind of half and half i think they should have picked like i don't know anybody else like i just feel like zendaya is like everywhere <laughs> and like that's okay but like she should get roles that aren't just like just a voice like I don't know. I just felt weird. <laughs> it feels <laughs> odd because it's not like Tom Holland's voicing Bugs Bunny. Everybody would freak the fuck out about that. But no, it's, <laughs> it's this. So I'm like, why can't we just get normal voice actors? Like the voice actors that are doing the voices for Bugs Bunny and all those. Why can't people like that just do, you know, Lola? Uh, but, you know, I'm still going to check out, check out the movie. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how she does. Um, okay. Uh, next one here for me, uh, pretty big news. Issa Rae is Spider-Woman for Into the Spider-Verse 2. Now, that's pretty interesting because in, from the like Into the Spider-Verse comic, Spider-Woman wasn't involved at all, but she does have spider powers. So I don't know how that works because it's like the inheritors were killing everybody that had spider powers. And now you think she would be involved, but she wasn't. I don't remember her being there. She could have been. But uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting to see uh, um, what's it, Jessica. Is it Jessica Drew? Am I right about that, Nick? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, it's Jessica Drew. And so it'll be interesting to see Jessica Drew uh, show up in, in the movie. It's going to be fun. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Nick? Are you like down for the casting? I thought it was really good. Yeah, I think she's perfect for it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sweet. Okay, so. You don't have anything left, and I yeah, got two you, more things. So I'm just gonna last two. Yeah, run through these. Uh, the first look at Jensen Ackles as Soldier Boy in The Boys season three. 
I am excited for this. I love Jensen Ackles. I was a big Supernatural fan when, like, way back, I don't know, when I was a kid. And I didn't watch the whole series because it went on for a long-ass time. Like, I don't even know how many seasons. Like, 12 or, oh, like, 13 or something. I don't know. Um, I was a huge fan when I originally watched it on Netflix, and I thought it was great. And now we're getting him in one of my new favorite shows, The Boys, which the first two seasons were awesome. I can't wait to see his evil version of Captain America. It'll be pretty sweet. Well, not like full on evil, but like sort of evil because they're just they're basically all celebrities and kind of dicks to everybody and get away with murder sometimes and all that fun stuff. So like, yeah, like, did you, did you like the photo, Nick? Like, I know we talked about it a little bit before. Like, do you think a suit looks kind of cool? I think it looks cool. Yeah, like I saw like a comparison to the comic and it was pretty accurate. (laughs) (laughs) I Yeah, there's different colors because in the comic, he's more colored like Captain America, but here it's like green and black and stuff. Maybe it can more look like a soldier than uh, Captain America. So that's that's good. They're distancing themselves from the parodies a little bit more, changing up the suits. So that that's that's good. So, yeah. And then now I'm going to talk about this. So um, we got, like, last week we heard from uh, Dave Fatista that he's, like, he's almost 60. He's, like, kind of thinking that everything's going to start to say uh, he doesn't think he can be Drax that much longer. So Jim Starlin, the guy that created Drax, uh, said that he thinks that Drax should be recast after. I completely disagree. But we got this news out that Brett Azar from Young Rock wants to be the next Drax. Now, looking at this guy, he could pull off the look, 100%. He, he looks like he could 100% be Drax. But to bring Dave Batista's awesomeness to the role, I don't know if he could do that. <laughs> um, because he's such, like, he's such an iconic character now. Um, it, it would be weird to see somebody else take him on. And I think that they don't even need to recast him because there are so many marvel characters in like in the comic book like universe they could just get somebody to replace Drax, like moon dragon or like i don't know nova or you know any of these other characters like he could just go and have a good life on some planet we don't see him again for like forever type thing um he's just resting he doesn't have to be recast i think it's fine if we just move from characters it's just like how captain america uh, Chris Evans, he he may or may not be coming back. We got all that weird rumor shit that he might be returned, but I think it's good that he's just kind of like a new Captain America has taken his place, and that makes sense. Like it's just taken on the mantle. I don't think there should be another Drax taking on the Drax mantle. That doesn't really make sense. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, what do you think, Nick? Are you down for a Drax recast, or are you? No, I, I think they should just like either like kill off the character let him have a happy ending and then that's it like to recast him there's no way like he could do an amazing job but it wouldn't be the same yeah yeah okay so now to the part which we really want to talk about the first episode of loki so what we're going to do here is that we're going to just give our first initial thoughts that i'm going to talk through everything i picked out of it because i'm a big marvel nerd i know all this shit um Nick's kind of a Marvel nerd, but I don't know if he's going to know every little detail like I do. So he might be learning some stuff here. Um, so I love this episode from start to finish. So damn good. Loved every bit of it. 
What about you, Nick? Like, what did you think? It was amazing. Like, right? just amazing. It, it gave so much context to what's going on versus like in the previous shows, like WandaVision, where you watch the first episode and you're done and you're like, what, what just happened? happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it, it, it like, I saw a review saying it gave too much exposition, but I think the exposition was perfect. Like it, it made, made everything make sense. Like it wasn't just like, Oh, they're just dumping so much on top of us. Like, no, this, like, as you're going, you're like, okay, okay. That makes sense. This is good. Um, so yeah, like I, I gotta say, I'm going to start picking through this. Nick, if you want to chime in anytime, just let me know. So what do you think of that Iron Man callback? That was funny. (laughs) Just lands in this fucking Mongolian desert and he's just like, oh, what just happened? Like, (laughs) drops the Tesseract. Like, you think it would teleport you nicely, but he gets shot out of like a cannon. Yeah. (laughs) Just crash like That was awesome. Uh, Did you notice the scroll at the beginning of the TVA? Yeah, so that's pretty interesting. So scrolls are now in the Loki. Um, like they, what I'm thinking is that it was passing off for somebody and did something that it wasn't supposed to do and ended up in the TVA. It didn't look like it was handcuffed or, you know, I don't know, like doesn't look like it was prisoner there like Loki was. So does that mean scrolls know of the TVA and are doing stuff with them? I don't know. It's just ideas. Um, so did you get the LMD reference at all? No, I didn't. Okay, so uh, LMD, just to explain, is a life model decoy. They're pretty much like replicants in the MCU. They're so perfectly made that they don't even know they're a robot. So that's the thing that oh, they were asking. okay. Yeah. So they apparently have had run-ins in the past with life model decoys, which is pretty fucking cool. That's like a... it's. That thing's been around forever, life model decoys. A lot of it was used for Nick Fury originally in the comics. He would have like robotic uh, life model decoys that would get shot up and then he'd be like, ha now I know who's coming for me and go after them type thing. <laughs> like, uh, so it's pretty cool that they brought that up. Okay, so then now we get into this more complicated shit. They talk about the war before time where it was basically a bunch of different multiverses attacking each other. Um, universes that are just beating on each other for some other reason. And then the Time Lords came in and merged it into one like timeline where it was basically where all universes still exist, but they're following in one flow of each other and they don't inter- like interconnect from what I can tell. So it's basically like Nexus events or like when they cross over into a new thing or when they create a new timeline or whatever the hell. Um, that's kind of interesting. So basically, this is what happened in Secret Wars in 2015 is Dr. Doom became God himself and merged all these multiverses together and made Battle World, this giant planet which had a bunch of like different versions of characters. Like there was a Thor core because there were so many Thors and there was like, like Hulk clans and zombies and all this crazy stuff it was a great comic book i loved it so it makes me wonder if they're ever going to do a secret or storyline in the mcu i'd be pretty hyped for that um would you nick like would you be down to see like crazy different versions of characters and like bringing back chris evans or like that would be different awesome. version of iron man stuff like that uh okay so then 
I'm going to let you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The Time Lords. I just already mentioned them. They, they're just beings from a previous universe that came in and tried to fix all the other universes. I'm not sure like it, their universe must have completely ended or something like that. I don't know a lot about them. It's pretty interesting. Nick put this in. So I'm going to let you talk about the. Oh, yeah, thing yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so like when I was watching it, I don't know if I just heard wrong, but they were like the words multiverse and madness were said like really close together when they were explaining <laughs> things. And so, like, obviously, Loki, I feel like Loki's going to have something to do with the multiverse of madness. Like, he's going to be in it at some point if he's still working for the TVA. Yeah, it'd be like, interesting. Yeah, if there's going like, to be references and stuff. What if he shows up and he's, like, going to take out one of the timelines that they made? You know, like... Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool because, it, like, we've seen from the trailer that he's full-on TVA at some point, and then he might betray them like he always does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> type stuff. Because he... His win-loss ratio isn't great either, so he's probably going to try to get some wins. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so we also, when we got um, the clock lady, I'm forgetting her name. I should have wrote it down. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> she, when she was explaining everything, she talks about uh, Nexus events, and she showed blue people fighting some purple dudes on a planet in, like, cartoon form. So we know the blue guys are Kree, and I'm like, the Kree had a thousand year war with the Nova Corps, but those purple guys don't look like the Nova Corps, so they could just be other guys. I don't know. I just thought it was cool that the Kree showed up again. They've been in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and they, that's pretty much it, actually. I don't think they showed up anywhere else. They showed up in Age of the Shield, but they don't count that as continuity. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so then I already talked about what Nexus events are basically is when you're going off the timeline and stuff like that. And, and, uh, if like timelines merge or new timelines are made or whatever the hell, uh, now we get to talk about the cool part, the devil in the church, Nick, I'm going to let you take this one, what you thought <laughs> it's pretty funny. Okay. So at first I thought it was Mephisto and then I realized it's never going to be him. <laughs> so it's not him. So I asked you. And you explained to me that it could be like Loki, like they said, the variant with his horn helmet. So yeah, like Lady Loki, like you said, but you can go more in yeah. depth. Yeah. So basically this kid saw Loki kill all these guys. And I'm guessing this Loki is Lady Loki because in the trailer, we get to see Loki talking to a woman sitting on a different planet or something. Um, and people have already said that, that, that he's fluid and gender wise and that this might be a Loki from another universe that is take that more dangerous Loki, clearly, because Loki can't even handle the DBA. He's getting <laughs> his ass kicked. This Loki's kicking ass. So anyway, uh, I'm guessing it's a female Loki, and she was probably wearing her helmet, which has horns. And back then, if you see somebody wearing horns, you instantly think devil. Um, so I think that was a call to it. I also think the MCU is kind of making fun of itself and the fans here. Being like, oh, we're always going to make it look like Mephisto's going to show up, but nah. <laughs> you guys can keep thinking that. There's a little bit of a fuck you to the fans, so I thought that was really cool. Um, and Oh yeah, okay, I'll go into this now. So Rayona Renslayer. So she is a bad guy, and she was the judge for Loki. Um, she is actually King's wife from the 31st century. And he's like a conqueror, King the Conqueror. Uh, so somehow she's going to either like 
like they're going to introduce King or whatever the hell in this show, or she's going to be an Ant-Man. I don't know. It's just interesting to, to see that they're already bridging characters into their new storylines because we know Kang's coming and she's here. So clearly something's going on. Uh, and then, oh yeah, the end game explanation. I thought that was crazy. They were supposed to do the time travel thing. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> I thought the TVA would be like taking on Cap next or something, you know, like be like, you can't fucking do that. But they were supposed to do that. The Time Lords allowed it to happen. It's part of the timeline. So holy crap, that's insane. Like you think, you think that's why I was like when they brought Loki in, like when they show, showed the trailer and they're like TVA, I'm like, where's Cap? Where's Cap? Because he's doing shit time travel too. Like what the hell? Um, so that was pretty cool. And then uh, D.B. Cooper. So I don't know much about this history of D.B. Cooper, but I thought this was going to tie into the show a lot more. But apparently Loki did this back in, I want to say the 60s um where apparently he pulled off this heist because he lost a bet with thor <laughs> i thought that was funny i thought there was gonna be more to that but it yeah. was just kind of simple it was it was it was cool but like i thought it was gonna be more to it like you would be going stealing money like you take the tva time travel device and just take off and do all this crazy shit i thought that was gonna be part of it but in, instead it was way back when he was like just fucking around so that, it's still really cool i thought it was sweet um Oh, the other big thing, the Infinity Stones. They use them as paperweights. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, he, he opens it and he's like, Infinity Stones? And they don't even work there. Like, they're just, the Soul Stones just chilling there. Thanos should have went after the TVA. They could have had <laughs> multiple stones. Like, goddamn. I was like, holy shit. Like, I don't know much about the TVA, but it, this has been pretty cool so far. How everything is like, they're outside of all universes. They got their own home, like, universe. And the Time Lords are just dictating to them what has to happen. It's it's super damn cool. Um, now, here's a big one. I was talking about King before. At the end of the episode, we got to see this weird scepter sticking out of the ground before Loki attacks the TVA agents. Um, and they said it was from the third millennium. King is from the third millennium. So, again, are we going to see King? That would be fucking sweet. Like, Jonathan Majors, because... I'm just like, just, this is just me fanning out a little bit. Um, so I've watched Lovecraft Country. And in Lovecraft Country, we got Jonathan Majors. Oh, and oh, her name's kind of hard to say, but I, I'm not going to even attempt it. But the, the TV agent that is uh, taking on Loki, that brought him in. You know what I'm talking about, Nick, the, the lady. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. So she's in Lovecraft Country. So are we going to get them to meet up in this again? Like, that's really cool that they're coming from one show to the next like it's it's that i just think that's really cool um now the, here's a final thing and this is a straight up theory i saw it on comicbook.com thought it was interesting um man thing so man thing uh is the guardian of the nexus uh what i forget what what it's called but it's basically like the nexus to all realities that's what it is uh, it's basically where you could travel between all realities. It's like a train station, but he guards it. Um, I wonder if that's going to come into this at all because they've talked about the Nexus a bunch of times. So it's a possibility. I, I don't think they will because Man-Thing is kind of a hard character to, to sell a little bit because he's uh, he doesn't speak and he uh, burns everybody that fears him or has a sense of fear. Like 
If you get scared, you combust around him. So I don't know how that's going to work <laughs> out if they actually bring him in. It would be really cool if they did because I got his first solo uh, story back here at home. I got the first comic book. So that could go up in price if, you know, uh, he shows up. That'd be pretty sweet. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, do you have any other thoughts on, on the episode, Nick, that we could go through? Uh, I kind of just wanted to talk about Owen Wilson. Like he did such a good job. Right? Okay. I, I loved him. And I recently saw, like when I saw him in the pictures before this, where he has the gray hair, I was like, oh, they're making him look old. That sucks. I, I recently saw a picture of him at the premiere for Loki. He's got blonde hair again. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, the dude's the dude, maybe it was a wig. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I just like, I was like, dude, looks young again. What the fuck just happened? Um, but yeah, he looks, I it, he did such a great job. He's such an interesting character. I don't know much about Mobius M. Um, is it Mobius M. Mobius? Why do I think it's that? Uh, I, I just heard Mobius. Yeah, I, whatever. We'll just call him Mobius. But anyway, <laughs> it's just my dumb brain like tripping over itself. Um, but anyway, like he did such a good job. The, the, the d- dynamic between them was great. Like Loki kind of like slowly realizing what he was doing to him, like trying to get him to admit that he that he actually knows himself and all that stuff. I thought that was cool. Um, I like the humor throughout the whole episode, especially when he gets his clothes like phased off. He's like, just wait a minute. <laughs> and then he gets dropped and then he's wearing clothes and he's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, sign everything you've ever said. What? <laughs> like, I was just like, fuck, man, that's awesome. And oh, like everything about that, I just I thought it was the best episode out of everything. For first episode, best first episode out of the MCU shows. Because I just enjoyed it so much. Like it was so well done. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh like, do you have anything else to talk about other than Owen Wilson? Do you think like what do you think is gonna happen? Are they, is he gonna betray Owen Wilson when they're already such good buddies? Like you can tell there's, there's no like way. a bond going there. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be together for a while. That's my yeah. guess. Oh, it's gonna what be what would sweet. you give it out of 10? Oh ah, fuck. I give it a 10 out of 10 first episode. I've been really impressed by it. Like I was thinking it was gonna be like really good, but I, I didn't expect how much I would like it. So 10 out of 10 for me, first episode. Nice. What about you? I'm going to give it a 9.5 because I'm going to leave room for an even <laughs> better episode. <laughs> if there is a better episode, I'm giving it a fucking 15 or 20 <laughs> or something, you know? <laughs> but yeah, anyway. So yeah, that's that's all we got for today. I hope you enjoyed our Loki review. Uh, so JJ and Nick signing off. See you guys. See you guys.